Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Friday afternoon, everyone. Tyler Harris here with you for today's VRA Investing Podcast. We got a strong end to the week as this bull market momentum continues to take us to new all-time highs. We saw a lot of them here today, which I'll get to hear more in a second. But to start off the podcast today, let's cover our first week of Q1 earnings. First big week, the big banks really kicked it off in style this week. And thanks to Earnings Scout for their great work, always fantastic facts about earnings from Earnings Scout. So as of yesterday, 24 S&P 500 companies had reported Q1 earnings. So far, 88% of those companies have beaten Q1 earnings per share estimates on an incredible 22.6% of growth. That's roughly three times the normal rate of growth that that you see in earnings per share. On a year-over-year basis, it's even more impressive. Non-GAAP basis, growth is running at 54, almost 55% here, and on a GAAP basis, up 126%. So just incredible numbers so far. And then next week, we really kick it off Get your popcorn ready because we got big tech earnings coming and we think it's going to continue to be a huge Q1 earnings. But then remember, as we've been talking about here, Q2 earnings is going to blow Q1 beats out of the water, especially on a year-over-year basis. Q1 at the end of last year was the tail end of when coronavirus insanity really began. Q2 was the most affected. So Q2 is just going to be incredible, but we'll continue to enjoy Q1 as these big beats do come in, and we'll be reporting on those here. Uh, So stay tuned. Join us at VRAinsider.com. Click that podcast link at the top to join us every day at the market close. But looking at our markets on the day, it wasn't a huge update today. No 2% gains or anything like that, but we continued to hit new all-time highs. The Dow Jones opened above 34,000 for the first time ever today, leading the way higher, up just under half a percent to 34,200. We were followed there by the S&P 500, also hitting a new all-time high today, up 0.36% to 4,185. Followed there by the small caps, up a quarter of a percent for the Russell 2000 to 2,262. And lastly, the NASDAQ was in and out of positive territory today, was able to get a good close, finishing up one-tenth of one percent to 14,052. Now, I do want to point out that we are starting to hit extreme overbought levels here on some of our VRA momentum oscillators, especially for the S&P and the Dow, NASDAQ getting there as well. But as we continue to hit new all-time highs, we remain extremely bullish on this market. Any pullback needs to be used as a buying opportunity, and I'll get to more on that here as well. But before I get to the internals, I also want to point out what we're seeing globally right now. Because this is truly a global bull market. The German market, the DAX, is probably the most important in Europe. Just hit another new all-time high today as well. France and the UK also hitting new all-time highs with a number of other European ETFs. And then a new one for me here that we started tracking is URTH. Not a whole lot of volume and liquidity in this, but 
It is a world markets tracker, so a global markets tracker, also hitting a new all-time high today. So the global bull market is on. And as we talk about here often, new all-time highs are, are nothing but bullish. So to be getting them here in the U.S., globally, and then wait till you hear about our sectors here in a second, because it is just, it's pretty incredible how many new all-time highs we're seeing right now. But first, let's take a look at our internals on the day, as today now marks eight out of the last 10 days that we've seen, let's say, mixed to negative internals. They're on the weaker side, for sure. And with our markets reaching extreme overbought, that's not what you want to see. But we continued over the last 10 days to hit new all-time highs. So to continue seeing our markets hit new all-time highs with these readings can actually be very bullish. Price action is always getting the final say. So regardless of other indicators, price action is what matters at the end of the day, the price you're paying. So the way we see it, yes, we're at overbought readings. Yes, we have negative internals. But any pause here in our market needs to be used as a buying opportunity. Bull markets that head higher in light of extreme overbought readings is very bullish. And we've been talking about this here on the podcast (laughs) for about the last year now that Kip and I joke about it and say, there's really only one thing that we need to talk about today. And it's the most, what we see is the most important factor for our market. And that is global liquidity with $22 trillion dollars. In global and fiscal, or in fiscal and monetary stimulus globally, it really it makes it hard for our markets to have any meaningful correction. And then to add on top of that, over the past twelve months, we've seen the greatest twelve month rolling inflow to U.S. equities ever, with three hundred seventy six billion inflows to U.S. equities. So liquidity is key here. Like I said, we've been saying it here. It may be the it is likely the most important factor, and all of the other factors may mean very little compared to this. So, with that level of liquidity, we continue to remain extremely bullish on this market here. All right, so taking a look at the numbers today for the internals, we did see advances beating out declines on the NYSE, but we got negative readings from the Nasdaq. So good to see the Nasdaq still finish positive anyway, but new fifty-two week highs to lows. We're our bright spot here, coming in strongly positive, nearly 6 to 1 positive on the day-to-day. And lastly, volume did come in positive on the NYSE, but slightly negative on the NASDAQ. Now, here's where it gets really exciting. Our sectors today. We saw some serious strength here. Nine out of our 11 sectors finished positive on the day. Eight of those hit new all-time highs. I don't think I've ever seen that before uh, with that much strength. From our sectors, but we were led by materials, new all-time high, utilities, consumer discretionary, healthcare, and, f- and financials, all hitting new all-time highs. We also saw real estate hitting a new all-time high, XLRE, the ETF there, and then HGX, the housing index, also hitting a new all-time high. And I tell you that because housing is a major leading economic indicator here for our VRA investing system. So to see housing continuing higher is another very bullish factor here. And then our laggards on the day where energy, oil was hit a little bit today, and then tech 
was in and out of positive territory all day today. It actually did hit a new all-time high, so a new all-time intraday high, before really finishing flat on the day, down just 0.02%. But it, just incredible numbers from uh, our sectors on the day. We also saw the transports hitting a new all-time intraday high, finishing just roughly flat as well, down 0.07%. But just amazing numbers there. Exactly what you want to see here if you're bullish. Lastly for today, our VRA commodity watch. Gold and the miners here, both having nice rallies off their lows, still below their 200-day moving average here. But the momentum to the upside that we're seeing now does look to be real. It's also coming out that China now has a quota for importing gold of 150 tons worth eight and a half billion in the month of April alone. That's nearly double what their monthly average was in 2019. So if you've been tuning in with here with us for long, you know we've remained very bullish on commodities as a whole, but also very bullish on gold and the miners. They've had some lackluster performance since peaking in August, but from a long-term perspective, with inflation running hot, we see this as a must-own group. At some point, the, the chickens are going to come home to roost, and inflation will play a part here. But we really know what's happened to gold. Kip talked about it on his podcast yesterday. So much manipulation in this group, especially from the big banks. So if you want to learn more about that, check out our good friends at gata.org. That's G-A-T-A dot org. Some incredible research done there. At if we lived in any type of a truly just society, the stuff that they have uncovered would send many heads of these big banks to prison for what they've done to manipulate our markets here. And it's just, it's incredible to see. Go check it out. You got to see it for yourself. Go to gata.org and read some of the research they've done. Just incredible stuff that they have found there. But gold now up on the day just over half a percent to 1,776 an ounce. And while it's still below its 200-day moving average, like I said, we may remain extremely bullish on that group. Silver's held up much better, though. Over the last few months, it's seen a little bit of a dip as well. Dipped briefly below its 200-day moving average. has now gotten back to that mark and up again today. 0.2%, so not a huge day, but still good to see from silver, up to $26.02 an ounce. Copper, lower on the day now, 1.21% to $4.16 a pound. And oil, as I mentioned earlier, lower on the day, now down just under six-tenths of 1% to $63.09 a barrel. And lastly for today, Bitcoin. What an eventful week it's been here with the Coinbase IPO. Uh... Where did Coinbase finish today? It did finish up about 6% today, uh, but really that IPO adding so much credibility to this group. But they've come a long way, so any pause here, probably short-lived. Bitcoin down a little bit today, down 2.6% to $61,797 a Bitcoin. Folks, that's all that we have time for here today. Please be sure to subscribe to receive our VRA podcast every day at the market close. You can sign up at VRAinsider.com. Click the podcast link at the top, and we'd love to have you with us. Thanks again for tuning in. Until next time, have a great weekend. We'll see you back here on Monday for the close.